We are chismeando, chatting all things mom chisme. Nothing is off limits. Hosted by millennial moms and pretty girl charm founders, Lena and Sara. Guest starring mom amigas to share what we have learned as small business owners, raising tiny humans, crazy nipple moments after birth, making mom friends, adulting as millennials, mixed with a little Bravo TV, Car Jenners, and pop culture. Join, Join our, our mom, mom gang while you sip your fave drinks as you soak in your quiet time in your car parked in your driveway or as you clean the playroom for the fifth time today. Let's mom chime! Freedom! Today's episode we get a little personal. As we share some life updates and the inspiration behind our newest PGC collection. From divorce, that second crazy child to know. Get your tissues, amiga. We are going in deep with you as we claim our final day of Women's History Month. I can't believe that March is already, like, I mean, how are we here? Yes. It was March 1st, like, two seconds ago. Yes. Throughout this month, we've been talking a little bit about things about empowerment in women and different things of that sort. But I think this this time around, we're going to go in deep and we're going to go in very personal with a dash of business. Yes. All of the above. All of the above. Um, Lo primero. The reason that this podcast is, is called Freedom is because we have a collection coming out tomorrow as well with the same name. Um, yeah. It's in honor of freedom, however you look at it as a woman. Yeah, what it uh, means to you personally. Yes. Um, so uh the the the, like the backstory of where we came about for this collection was mainly because last year on march 31st i filed for divorce unbeknownst to me i did it on women's history month which it's como que se dice como que las coincidencias de la vida que son cataclísmicas i don't know how to say that in english yeah it was like a it was a cosmic um coincidence yes because i filed for divorce because my marriage had a lot of um coercive control um it was not a marriage that aligned with the values that i that i have for my kids especially for olivia um and a year in looking back Sarah and I hadn't really have never really talked about this because I was waiting for my divorce to end <clears throat> for us to be able mm-hmm. to talk about it. But unfortunately, um, throughout the divorce process and through litigation, that same coercive control that we had during our marriage has translated into our divorce. And it's painful to know that we are a year in and we haven't moved forward an inch. So for me, freedom is being able to say, no, this is not for me. And that applies to both 
personally, right now, and with my decision to file for divorce, um, knowing fully well that he was the person who, he basically maintained our home. I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I had been with this person for 12 years, but at that moment in time, my freedom was saying no. It wasn't aligned with the values I wanted to share with my kids. And we've recently made a decision together as business partners to say no to something else also. Yes. Um, and I think just before we get into that, I think that the power behind the word no, I feel like there's a certain power behind it that unless you start using it and you use it appropriately and by that I mean not like no you can't eat that piece of candy or no you can't eat the ice cream that's not what I'm talking about um because you know to that point there's a level of control that is also unhealthy but I think that learning the power of no and learning to say it when something isn't working for you there's immense power behind that and something that I think that Lena had to learn (laughs) and there's such freedom when it comes to saying no like I'm very good at saying no I've learned I was gonna let you finish and say I've learned from you how to say no if I don't want to do it it's not happening it's just not happening. Mind you, there are some times when I say no that I should say yes. And I've had to learn that too. I mean, I have, I've had to learn the opposite. Um, but I think a year ago, I had started to see a pattern with Lena. And I think that, I don't want to say I pushed her because I didn't. She came on the decision all on her own. Um, but as a friend, little by little, I started saying, you know, like, no, that's not okay. And no, that shouldn't be it. And no, help me empowered myself to see those things because I had been, you know, almost 12 years of hearing the opposite of that, you know? So yeah, you you never pushed me to do anything, but you did help me empower myself so for that I will always be eternally grateful for so and I think also I um Lena has a very creative spirit she's very like let me think and let me do sort of attitude so somebody told me something um a little before she filed for a divorce and told me um specifically towards our relationship that I had to allow her to to think and to do, but on the back end, I had to kind of help guide in one direction or another. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really controlling, but it's not. Like what I mean is, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, I also, I, that's why we work as business partners. Yo estoy aquí, like. Yeah. Ah, like okay we need to make sure that we can do this this is how we're gonna get it done and 
the person who told me this basically said, you need to let her think that she came to the decision all on her own. <laughs> so, um, and the reason why I'm saying this, because it kind of goes back to what another big decision that we have made. Um, and it's something that. Another no that we did together. Another no that we did together, but I think it's something that I had considered probably six months ago. But I had to let Lena also come to the decision on her own as well, as well as together. Um, so that decision um, is that we have chosen to close our studio, um, which in its own is it's heartbreaking. It's kind of like we're getting divorced from our studio. <laughs> but because of where Lena's at right now, and I think that a year ago we thought that this would be far behind her. Um, and then us as PGC, we always thought that the studio that we're at now was just like a jump start into where we would be a year from now, which we thought it would be, you know, a bigger space, maybe more storefront, um, a little different. But because of where we're at right now, I think it's important that we remove, I don't want to say it's a stressor because it's not really a stressor, but a, like, I think a physical, holding a physical space um, has gotten a little more difficult. So I think because of that, we have chosen to say no. Yes. Together. Yes. On the physical space. Um, yes. So the our space is still ours until the end of June. Um, so, you know, there'll be little things coming up here and there um, that will keep everybody. I, I also feel that... Um our end result was never going to be to have a store. I don't think that you and I wanted to do a retail store. So when no. coming up with this decision, I think that that also weighed on ourselves. Like the next, what is the next step for PGC? If it's not a store, post, that's not what we want, where we have like a bunch of people working for us and having yeah. to be there over the weekends because we have little kids and things like that. I think that that really made it, very real in that by saying no to this right now in the physical space will open up doors for other things that are more aligned with what we really want. Does and and I sense? think that, yeah. And I think that our situation has changed a little bit. I mean, now that yeah. you are going through the divorce, you know, you have your kids every other weekend. So where before it was easy for us to say yes to just about any pop-up or bazaar or this or that, it, we have to plan more and we have to calculate a little more and um, make sure that it's on a weekend where Lena doesn't have her kids so that it's a seamless um, process like it used to be. So I think because of that, we don't have the availability to really be available every weekend like we were before um and you know that's and, and totally okay we, did, we didn't tampoco but it was more i i had my kids 100 percent of the time so if i 
took one Saturday and did something, it was a small piece of the time that I had with them versus now, um, for me, it's a no of taking a piece of whatever time I have with them until we get a final resolution on how I'll be sharing my kids' time with my ex-husband. So I think that really made us, I mean, Sara obviously got to the conclusion before because she's the practical person and I'm the, you know, <laughs> I want to do it all and I, I, I want to say yes to everything. And going back to the freedom, I feel that Sara has taught me a lot about saying no and how it has empowered me and given me a lot of freedom. By saying no to my marriage and, you know, stay, standing up for myself has really transformed me in the last year. And every year, Sarah and I come up with a word, and last year a word was growth. And in our mind, we had used that word because we were going to grow the company and we were going to grow our revenue. We were going to take if you know, it was the first year that we had sit, hit um, a six figure number in sales and it was all about that but it ended up being it was more like about, physical like it was yeah. the actual physical meaning of growth right like i yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. pregnant so like it was fit like physical <laughs> and like it was literally like we are going to physically grow yeah 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 but it ended up being personal growth i think you grew as a, as a mom having a second kid I grew, you know, I am lights away from the person that I was a year ago. You know, I've been through therapy for a whole year. That's also another reason why we hadn't talked about this. I didn't want to, I didn't want it to come from a place of hurt. Mm -hmm. I wanted it or, or anger. I wanted it to come from a place of growth. And 2022 gave us exactly what we asked for. It's just <laughs> in the form that God wanted it to be. And, and that in itself has been, you know, it has g given us the freedom to grow and to be and mold our, ourselves to be a better version of ourselves. And that is the only thing that we strive through for you who's listening, you know, yeah. whether it's saying yes or saying no, it's having that freedom of making it yourself and claiming yourself for what you want it to be, whether it's with your family, your business, your marriage, your friendships. Um, mm -hmm. I think that that is mainly how it all kind of like goes back to it. Yeah. I like that. I think that that's, I think that's exactly it. Um, obviously freedom is different for everybody. I think that it's a word with a lot of meanings. Um, so like Lena's freedom of saying no, like that's, that's her why in terms of what, um, freedom means. I mean, freedom to me in the last year has been, is, is different because I didn't learn, have to, I didn't have to learn um, 
how to use the word no. Um, but at the same time, I did have to learn to, you know, pull back a little bit on saying no constantly. Um, but I think after bringing Henry into the mix of our family and becoming a family of four, I think that I realized like the freedom to raise my children the way that I, like I choose to raise them. Like that's, that's really important. I mean, I think that the second time around, you don't get as much input as you did for the first. Like, I feel like the first time around, the input that I got on how or what I should be doing with Erica was a lot. Was a lot. Like, no, don't let her do that. No, don't let her do this. No, you really should be doing this. Um, and I, back then, I had to kind of learn my footing, too, and say, okay, well, I appreciate your advice. This is how I'm going to raise my, this is how I'm going to raise my daughter. Um, and I think with Henry, it was, you know, a little bit of that, but at the same time, it was like, okay, once he was born and I physically brought him home, like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And I don't want advice. Like if I'm doing it wrong, too bad. I saw the transformation when Sarah and I both had Erica and Olivia, our daughters. We were pregnant at the same time. Um, I w- it was my second child. So I already had in my mind, I had been through that transition. And I told her when she had Henry, you know, we had already started PGC. And I told her, you know, you're, it's going to be difficult in some aspects. But in other aspects where you thought it was so difficult for your first one, you have freedom of saying, I already did it. This is how I like it. And I think that you came in with Henry and you were like, yeah. no, I already know what I want. This is, I'm a mom and this is what works for my family. Everybody yeah. else, my mom, mi abuela, mi tía, perecejito, la, la, eh, you know, la, la, la suegra, la, la amiga, nobody. Everybody. I like it. And this is how it works for my family. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, even just like a quick example is that with Erica, I didn't, I chose not to breastfeed. It's a topic. It was a topic back then. It's just not something that I personally could do. Not that I physically couldn't. I'm not really sure. I'm sure that I probably could have but for my mental health I knew that I couldn't do it yeah I wasn't comfortable with it and I feel like when you breastfeed you have to be very comfortable with yourself very comfortable with feeding the baby anywhere at any moment any time and not think that people are looking at you are judging you or whatever not that I am that self-conscious I just it wasn't something that I that I was comfortable and I thought about it a lot and I just when she was born and I physically held her like it it was uncomfortable for me so if it was uncomfortable for me and then people had to be watching me and then some like a lactation consultant had to come and grab my boob like I couldn't do it I couldn't do it so 
because I already went through that and I formula fed her and she was great and she was fantastic and she grew beautifully and she's where she is right now. When Henry was born, I knew I wasn't going to breastfeed. It wasn't a question. It wasn't anything. I knew that that's just what, what I, what I was not going to do. And at the time with the formula shortage, when like the second he was born, there was barely any formula on the shelves. Again, it was brought up in conversation. And again, it was like, I will do what I can to feed my son, but I know that breastfeeding isn't going to work for me. So when he was born and Henry um, was in the NICU for the time we were in the hospital, the maybe two hours after he, I was put, I was in the recovery room um, and I was put into a room, a lactation consultant came to see me and I very calmly explained to her that, you know, meant for my mental health, it just wasn't something that I could do. And she pulled out the pump. She pulled out the pump and she said, you have to do this for your son who's in the NICU. And she was a little pushy and I very calmly explained to her again my why I wasn't going to do it. And I really wasn't my thing. My mom was in the room and so was my um, best friend from college. And they're both looking at me as I'm calmly trying to explain to her that this is just not going to happen. It's just not, it's not what I want to do. And the lady kept pushing me. And at the third time that she tried to literally physically attach the pump to me, I snapped. I lost it. I was like, I've told you countless times that the answer is no. The answer is no. And the answer is no. Long story short, she ended up calling a social worker because apparently she thought I was crazy. And I explained to the social worker my, my, my story, my point of view. I said, this is what I know. And this is what I'm doing to safeguard my mental health. I'll never forget what the social worker told me. She said, the power and the control that you have on your mental health is like nothing I've ever seen before. You are firm in your decision. You are clear in your decision. And you have a solid reason for your decision. And even the way that she, like thinking about this topic that we were talking about freedom, she used the word freedom. She said, you have the freedom to do what you, what you choose. As a mom, yeah, that's what works for your family. As a mom. Yeah, and I think, like, thinking back to it now, I'm like, wow, that lactation consultant really, like, she rubbed me the wrong way. She called a social worker on me. Like, <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just I just knew what I wanted, but that's okay. Um, with Erica, you probably would have been like, you know. Had it been with Erica, I probably would have been like, well, she's right. Like, I probably would have attached the pump and I probably would have been sitting there miserable. Um, so, yeah, I think I don't know really where I was going with that whole story. But well, no, that we, you, we started talking about that's your version of freedom, of knowing as yeah. a mom what to choose for your family as a you welcome your second kid and adding a second kid to the mix is it's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's very overwhelming. Um, adjusting to having two was a little bit of a struggle in the beginning. Huh? Having two humans depend on you. Yeah. And, you know, Henry, I love him, but he's very peculiar on, like, who feeds him, who gives him milk. Like, 
nobody but me can feed him. So not even with Eric, I at least had, you know, my husband helped a lot. My mom helped a lot. And in the beginning with Henry, my mom helped a lot in feeding him. But once he became old enough, probably like six months where he was really knew who was feeding him. It was like, no, I don't like any of you. Like, I only want my mom. <laughs> so even that transition of like being his sole purpose, like his sole thing to feed him every time, four times a day, and then have Erica. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. It is. And, and, okay. and I think that, you know, part of, of all of that, when you bring that second kid home, that second kid is, is oh, loco. Like, I feel okay. I'm a second kid. So you don't already have that much. Yeah. The second kid comes <laughs> like a wrecking ball. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm here and don't forget it. Yeah. But in both of our scenarios in the last year, I feel that the presence of freedom in our versions of it me and my divorce, you empowering yourself as a mom. I think it it just goes to show that, you know, as a woman, claiming that for yourself is very important. And that's something that we have to teach our, our daughters a lot, where freedom is not just saying yes to everything. It's also sometimes saying no. It's also having the certainty of what works for you and your mental health um, so that you can be empowered and have the freedom to make the decisions that are going to serve you best and that where you're going to be able to serve your family, your business, your community the best that you can. Because at the and end be of the, the best day, version of, yeah. and be the best version of yourself. Exactly. Because that at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. And with that is that's what we want to that's always been something that we like to bring into our brand, Pretty Girl Charm. And every collection has a meaning. And for this one, since it's a big one, it's a big celebration of freedom for the last day of women's history month. For today, freedom for us is saying no to a physical space that we thought was going to be like <gasps> the end all be all because we love it so much. And it's like a, a benchmark of our growth. And I know in my heart, right. I prayed since we made the decision. And I know that, that by closing our space, new things are going to open that are more aligned with what we value right. my divorce, which <laughs> will bring me, I know, um, a person that will love and value me truly. And yeah. two, as a mom, you know, yeah. So, I mean, the, the freedom. Well. Yeah. And thriving the way that I, that I want to, and that I, feel is what works for me and my family and together we can be amazing 
because you're stuck with me forever. You don't get to divorce me. <laughs> much. I cannot divorce you. No, never. Uh, never. We don't have a home together anymore. But our friendship is always there. And, you know, we'll continue in this journey. Yeah. Uh, I think that it, we, we both felt that it was needed that we had to be transparent and share this this stories because I think that over the last year we've closed off a lot of our personal lives. Um, yeah. So we hope that... With reason. Yes. Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very valid. With reason. But with this... But we hopefully hope now... We, yeah. It just... That you guys kind of see... You're, you get a peek into what's really been going on and what... Um, yeah. And hopefully you guys understand. And if you're listening and this makes you think of things where you want to claim your freedom, claim your freedom, whatever it is, just do it. Yes, ma'am. And if not, call us. Yes, ma'am. We'll help you. Sada's a very good pep talker. We will help you claim your freedom. <laughs> You have our number, our DM, our email. You guys know, Amiga, we're always here. We are always oh. here for you. You should never be alone. Negative. Can't wait to see what April brings in. Uh-huh. <laughs> but for now, tomorrow, Freedom Collection, PGC, four pieces that we know you're going to love. Yeah, they are true to us, true to our core, and hopefully you guys love them because mm -hmm. we love them. And thank you for always supporting us and sending us all the love and good vibes. They're always appreciated. Very much so. We're eternally grateful. That's for sure. <laughs>